Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is September 11th. Today we begin a brand new Come Follow Me block. This week we're going to be studying Isaiah chapters 13 through 14, 24 through 30, and 35. So let's jump right in into Isaiah chapter 13. Now, if you'll remember last week, we see Isaiah and he's going to call out the wicked. And now here we're going to transition just a little bit. And he's going to talk more specifically about Babylon for the next couple of chapters. So let's jump in. Chapter 13, verse 1 is almost like a heading for this chapter. It's going to start out by calling it the burden of Babylon. Now that's such an interesting phrase, but burden here is better translated or better understood as doom. It's not like a burden, like a heavy load or something difficult that they're trying to carry. No, the burden of Babylon is the doom or the destruction of Babylon. And I think that that's really important to note. I also think it's important to note that this prophecy was directed towards Babylon. It might be easy to see this and think, well, yes, okay, this is a prophecy for the Babylonian empire, right? Or the Babylonians who we know possessed a lot of wickedness and rebellion there. However, it's so vital that we understand and that we see that this is a dualistic prophecy. Babylon, yes, was a very specific group of people in Isaiah's day, but it's also become a term that we use to kind of talk about uh, disobedience or rebelliousness in our day as well. So when it's talking about the burden of Babylon, yes, it's talking about Babylon in Isaiah's day, but the dualistic prophecy here is the Babylon that they're speaking of also refers to wickedness in our day. And so as we study this, I'm going to give you a little bit of history and things that happened and are going to happen, but keep the context in mind that Babylon is also referring to wickedness in our day. So let's take a look at the next prophecy that we see here. Starting in verse two, it says, lift ye up a banner upon the high mountain, exalt the voice unto them, shake the hand that they may go into the gates of the nobles. I have commanded my sanctified ones. I have also called my mighty ones for mine anger, even them that rejoice in my highness. Now there are a couple of Joseph Smith changes here that are really important. First of all, lift ye up a banner is better translated as, or better understood as lift ye up my banner. Also the sanctified ones there where it says, I have commanded my sanctified ones. The word there is also directly used as saints as well. So it can be translated as sanctified ones or saints there. And then when it says, I have also called my mighty ones for mine anger, even them that rejoice in my highness, Joseph Smith changed to, for mine anger is not upon them that rejoice in my highness. Now that makes a lot more sense, right? God's anger is not upon those that are looking to him and trying to follow him. His anger is upon the wicked, the rebellious, the Babylon, right? Verse four says, a noise of the multitude in the mountains, like as of a great people, a tumultuous noise of the kingdoms of nations gathered together. Now, what I love here is the word mountain has multiple meanings, right? We can look at it as the mountains, or we can look at it as the temple. Here, it would seem that it's a lot more literal than figurative or symbolic. It says this gathering of a multitude in the mountains. 
a great people, a tumultuous noise. Joseph Smith prophesied of a very similar thing. In the history of the church, we have a quote from him that says, I had a conversation with a number of the brethren in the shade of a building on the subject of our persecutions in Missouri and the constant annoyance which has followed us since we were driven out from that state. I prophesied that the saints would continue to suffer much affliction and would be driven to the Rocky Mountains. Many would apostatize, others would be put to death by our own persecutors or lose their lives in consequence of exposure or disease. And some of you will live and go and assist in making settlements and building cities and see the saints become a mighty people in the midst of the Rocky Mountains. I love that prophecy and I love seeing Isaiah speaking of something similar, that the saints would gather to the mountains and that they would become a great people there. So as we come to try to better understand this prophecy about Babylon, let's talk a little bit more about who Babylon was. Babylon was only a province in this massive Assyrian empire. And so it's super interesting that Isaiah sees that it's Babylon, not the whole empire of Assyria, but specifically this one province, this one people in Babylon that would bring the judgments of God and the destruction of God upon the kingdom of Judah. But what's also super interesting about this chapter and about these verses that we read is that God seems to call upon the few righteous to overthrow or raise up against the wicked Babylon. Later on in chapter 13, he's going to call upon the Medes to be stirred up in anger against Babylon and kind of go in and destroy Babylon. He, so he is going to call upon that specific group to destroy the Babylon of his time. But let's take a look at this prophecy that we see here in verses two and three and how it can apply to us as we live in a modern Babylon type society. In verse two, God's going to give the command where he says, lift up my banner upon the high mountain. Exalt the voice unto them, shake the hand. So he's telling them, look, you need to spread it forth. You need to raise my banner up for all to see. You need to spread forth my word to everyone and pay attention in verse three to who he's talking to. I have commanded my sanctified ones or my saints. God calls upon the righteous to rise up, to set the example for Babylon and to not get pulled down by Babylon. Elder Stone years ago gave a talk called Zion in the Midst of Babylon, and I love what he says and how it applies to us, because God is still calling us to rise up, to come out of Babylon, to raise our banners high for Babylon to see. Listen to what he says. He says, too many of the people of the world have come to resemble the Babylon of old by walking in their own ways and following a God whose image is in the likeness of the world. One of the greatest challenges that we will face is to be able to live in that world, but somehow not be of that world. We have to create Zion in the midst of Babylon. What a luminous and incandescent phrase. As a light shining in the midst of spiritual darkness. What a concept to hold close to our hearts as we see Babylon becoming more widespread. We see Babylon in our cities. We see Babylon in our communities. 
we see Babylon everywhere. And with the encroachment of Babylon, we have to create Zion in the midst of it. We should not allow ourselves to be engulfed by the culture which surrounds us. We seldom realize the extent to which we are a product of the culture of our place and time. We do not need to adopt the standards, the mores, and the morals of Babylon. We can create Zion in the midst of Babylon. We can have our own standards for music and literature and dance and film and language. We can have our own standards for dress and deportment, for politeness and respect. We can live in accordance with the Lord's moral laws. We can limit how much of Babylon we will allow into our homes by the media of communication. We can live as a Zion people if we wish to. Will it be hard? Of course it will. The waves of, For the waves of Babylon culture crash incessantly against our shores. Will it take courage? Of course it will. We have always been entranced by tales of courage of those who faced fearsome odds and overcame. Courage is the basis and foundation for all our other virtues. The lack of courage diminishes every other virtue we have. If we are to have Zion in the midst of Babylon, we will need courage. My friends, I testify that raising that banner high and standing firm in what we believe in the midst of Babylon is hard. It will be difficult. It will take courage, but it will be worth every effort that we put forward. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 